Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about exercises you can still do if you have scoliosis. There are still many ways to stay active, and we're going to talk about them. Are you ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right, we'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We really, really appreciate you guys joining us today. We got a very informative topic that we're going to be discussing, something that I don't think that we've touched on yet. Um, We're going to be talking about exercising with scoliosis. If you suffer from it or someone that you know does, we're going to be giving you some great tips on what you can do. Even if you suffer from this, uh, there are still many ways to stay active. But before we jump into that, we just want to remind you to visit us on our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. We have all of our latest and greatest content there, including all of our workouts, Uh, As well as these podcasts, we have our Motivation with Meredith audio series, mini podcasts, what we like to call them, as well as a chance to check out our custom seven-day workout plan, which is a custom workout plan designed by Meredith for you fit around your specific needs. Uh, Very custom, very tailored, tailored to your needs and your fitness goals. So check that out when you are visiting us. And also don't forget to sign up for our newsletter where we send out our, our, our newsletter once a week with our greatest and latest content. It's a great way for us to stay in touch with you and let you know what's going on with the Senior Fitness with Meredith team. <laughs> so uh, with all that being said, we have a topic that we have not touched <laughs> upon in our 100 plus podcasts <laughs> so far. We have not talked about scoliosis and uh, staying active with it if you, mm-hmm. if you have it, if you deal with it, or you know someone that does. Right. Um, so, you know, Meredith, what what have you seen in working with your clients, uh, seniors and in, in, in all ages? Uh, how prevalent is scoliosis and what um, is it? What is it? Yeah, actually? scoliosis. Yeah, we should start with what it is. So mm-hmm. scoliosis is basically curvature of the spine and it either goes in a C or an S curve. Um, and I it's quite common. It's very prevalent out there. Um, and a lot of seniors who have it. I've had it their whole lives because usually you're diagnosed, so to speak, with it when you're younger or an adolescence, and then you have it from there, basically. Um, And nothing you can actually do to get rid of scoliosis. Like I said, it's curvature of the spine, but there are things that you can do so you can feel better when you have it. Mm -hmm. Um, There are, of course, things you can wear braces. You could go if it's really really bad i've heard of people actually getting rods placed in their spines but that's someone who has um, an extreme case most of the time it ends up being something that's not debilitating but you do feel um feel things from it in your body which Mm -hmm. we'll get into more (laughs) so So, it is quite prevalent there are a lot of people who suffer from it or have it mm -hmm. um and when you you know you've worked with a lot of people in your uh, fitness classes, um, how does it affect movement? How does it affect them when they suffer from this? It's more in the pain. They um, can't do certain twisting movements. Um, One shoulder blade is a little bit higher than the other, and then going down the body, one hip is generally a little bit higher than the other. So you'll have one side that tends to take on more of the, the brunt of the workout and the weight that they put on it. So they have a tendency to feel more pain on one side than on the other. Um, So in their head, of course, when you're feeling pain or off in your body, 
you have a tendency to not want to do certain things, right? So mm-hmm. um, it's kind of learning how the body, how their body works. They have to learn that and how to compensate for those general areas that they're feeling mm-hmm. pain and discomfort in. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm assuming if you've had this for a long time, you've figured out ways to compensate, like you said, um, uh, does that affect form when you're working yes, out? Yes, it can know, affect exercising? form a lot. Like I said, especially with the shoulder one side being raised a little bit higher. So you'll see that shoulder almost lift up even higher. Um, say you're doing a side raise and that shoulder's already lifted really high. And then you're trying to do a side raise on top of that. So um, that shoulder's already lifted about as high as it can possibly go. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you're trying to get the muscle in that part of the body to then work to do the movement and it just doesn't look right um the shoulder stays high but the arm won't lift as high as they want it to saying going parallel to the floor or shoulder level Mm -hmm. um it's again that teaching the body to relax that side and certain areas that need to be strengthened um in order for that side of the body to relax Mm -hmm. and does it cause like certain amount of pain Um, you know, with the, when you're not in right form. Yeah. From what I've heard, yes. Um, the whole spine and back end up hurting. Of course, the area, say the shoulder, like I was just speaking of that part will hurt more. And they think it's maybe a muscular thing because they are lifting on that side, but it isn't that it's like you said, is it form? And it comes down to form, um, because it's not done properly. Mm -hmm. So the muscles are almost pulling rather than working. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And that could, obviously that could cause (laughs) more future problems. Exactly. Well, that's the thing with scoliosis. I think I've seen, um, again, going to shoulders and hips, that pain that can be almost debilitating because you don't want to do certain things, um, because of the, the feeling and the more, the, the less you do, right. The worse the pain gets when you do try and do something, So it's that remembering to keep moving and then learning proper form and then exercises that you can do to strengthen the body and to help the spine. Again, that curvature is going to stay there, but you can help strengthen parts of the body so you don't put so much wear and tear on other parts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I I think a lot of people, scoliosis is a lot more prevalent than we think it is. Yeah. I think a lot of people have it also and don't realize they have it because it's so um, minuscule, the Mm -hmm. um, curvature in the spine, but um, a lot of people have it. And that's why a lot of times we get certain, you know, parts of the body, especially hips. It always comes down to that, that end up hurting more. But again, it's that overcompensation we don't realize we're doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, How does it affect, you know, the mental (laughs) side of motivation to exercise to stay healthy um you know has it does it affect people in a way that it may be demotivating them to if it's painful definitely if they're feeling like their form isn't correct or um, they can't do a certain workout or something hurts too much then yeah that's the demotivator right there um hurt of course is always the number one Mm -hmm. if you're feeling pain of any kind of course you shouldn't push yourself through that pain because that's that old homage of no pain no gain is Mm -hmm. no longer (laughs) something that we should live by we used to say that but 
That's definitely the wrong way to look at things. If there's pain, you have to learn why is there pain um, and then learn about the body and what we can do to overcome that pain. But mm-hmm. stopping will not help it, unfortunately. But people who have that uh, feeling of pain or they're not able to do it correctly, they just say, well, I just won't do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in your experience, how much, you know, how much information is there out there on the Internet or whatnot about exercising and staying healthy if you deal with scoliosis? Again, it's one of those things that it's so common you would think there'd be more talk about it, um, but there's not. And we've done a learning level uh, video a while back um, about scoliosis because I've worked with so many people, including my mother, who has severe scoliosis. Um, And... I think it comes down to the general knowledge. I think people are told, you know, you have scoliosis, that is what it is. You can go to a chiropractor and they can help, you know, with basic adjustments to make you feel better, but they don't tell you, let's strengthen this, let's work on doing these types of stretches and strengthening movements and exercises that will help with the pain part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, once you're diagnosed with certain things, it's kind of like, okay, well, that's it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But then what can I do to help myself? And so, yeah, it is surprising that there's not more out there because it is a very common thing. So that's why we're here, right? Yeah, exactly. We want to uh, put out as much information as we can. Exactly. In speaking with a lot of your clients, what kind of feedback, you kind of touched on it there briefly, do doctors give Mm -hmm. people who, you know, have these limitations, Mm -hmm. um, in your opinion, I mean, is it good advice? Is Mm -hmm. it shorthanded advice? Yeah. From what I've heard, it's more shorthanded. It's kind of like, here's your diagnosis now. Now, you know, um, Mm -hmm. but not anymore is given after that. Mm -hmm. It becomes, you get to go out and figure it out on your own. And of course, if it's a severe case, I'm sure doctors would definitely recommend things, um, of course, you know, giving pain medicines is probably the number one to try and help someone. But um, as we all know, unfortunately, and we've spoken about it before, exercise is probably the least diagnosed uh, medical treatment out there mm-hmm. <laughs> when it can help so many things. So, um, yeah, from what I've heard, a lot of doctors just kind of say, yeah, you've got it. Now deal with it mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. in a way. Lack of resources. Yeah, exactly. Check this out. This can help you out. All right. Um, So let's go ahead and jump into uh, some exercises, some examples um, in uh, both resistance training and cardio Mm -hmm. exercises. So we'll start with the cardio. Um, What kind of cardio exercises do you suggest would be, you know, a good place to start? Right. Um, beginner level, I think with cardio, of course, we're focusing on keeping the core tight, staying nice and tall. That's the number one thing with scoliosis. It's easy to kind of slump because your spine is naturally going in that direction in a way. So really focusing on staying nice and tall and focusing on keeping the core tight. That's the other part. Of course, we'll get into more with the strength thing, strength training, Mm -hmm. But with cardio, you have to make sure you're maintaining your balance. And if one side is off a little more than the other, um, you have to really focus on it. And then not overcompensating on one side. So making sure you're doing things for both sides of the body. Um, Not favoring one side more than the other. Mm -hmm. But cardio is wonderful of any kind. Um, 
whether it's one of our cardio workouts, if you can do aqua in the water type cardio, running, walking, side steps, um, walking front and back to strengthen all parts of the body is wonderful if you have access to a pool and can do that. Just going on a walking trail um, or around your block. If you have a bike, doing a stationary bike is good as well. Mm-hmm. So any type of cardio is good. It's just going to help build up uh, strength and stamina. And of course, you have to focus on keeping the core pulled in, which is one of the number one things to work when you have any type. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Back problem, but especially scoliosis. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're saying kind of maybe more low-impact Yes. Yeah, definitely. Because you already have so much um, pressure on your lower back when you have scoliosis. So if you're doing hopping, running, jumping, jarring movements, it's going to just add pain and pressure to that lower back and hip area. Mm -hmm. So you definitely keep it low impact. Running in the water, of course, is different. That's why I said in aqua uh, classes, it's the best best way to go because you can jump up and down all day without the impact. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, aqua exercise is kind of is just a great way to get your exercise in in a safe manner. Yes, exactly. Um, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, in your cardio exercises, and this is kind of just an offshoot of that, is there a certain type of footwear that you should be uh, aware of or be wearing if you're dealing with scoliosis? I mean, is there, you know? Um, no, not really. Just don't wear anything that you could slip in or fall in um such as i say open toed shoes um flip flops <laughs> mm-hmm. and i be i think people probably listen and go why would anyone ever think to work out in um shoes like that i've had uh people come into classes with kitten heels uh <laughs> ready to do a workout and i'm like i i am all for going barefoot cuz you can get all the proprioceptors you can feel if you still have the ability to feel the bottoms of your feet, you don't have neuropathy or anything, and get the brain connection to that, feeling everything from, you know, your toes, the ball of the foot, the arch of the foot to the heel. Um, so I'm all for if you're able to do barefoot, I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're wearing shoes, make sure they fit well. Again, no slipping. I've seen that too, <laughs> where people are slipping out of their tied tennis shoes, and that's just as much as a, of a fallen trip hazard as having something on the ground in front of you. Mm-hmm. You're going to sh- slip on your own shoe. So um, wearing proper footwear or not wearing any footwear at all, um, if you're doing the workout, of course, inside, um, 
than in your house, I should say, not mm-hmm. inside a, a gym or anything, <laughs> where you're able to go barefoot. Um, yeah, I think that's the good way to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, everybody has their uh, um, t- uh, personal taste in shoe f- footwear. Yes, and, um, definitely. Wondering if that was made a difference if you do have scoliosis. And yeah, whatnot, but, supportive, um, you know, yeah. that's the main thing. Uh, what about resistance training? Now, this one is kind of curious because, uh, you know, if you're dealing with weight training or things like that, or just resistance in general, Mm -hmm. what kind of exercises would be a great place to start, you know, if you're dealing with these scoliosis? Um, you could start with seated if you felt like your balance was not steady enough. Um, really focus on strengthening the abdominals and the lower back. So the entire core area is going to be your best thing to fight the pain that you're going to feel. So strengthening abdominals, lower back, focusing even on upper back, because that's going to help with your posture. And you need to make sure you're focusing on your posture because as, as much as sometimes it hurts with someone who has scoliosis, who has not been focusing on strengthening of the core and the back, when you say sit up tall, that becomes painful for them mm-hmm. because they're not used to lengthening the spine. So the more you do it, though, the less it will hurt, the more you're going to get the muscles to engage, um, get everything to move in the direction that we want it to. So really, really focusing on those core workouts. Balance workouts are going to be wonderful, too. Mm-hmm. That's going to help, of course, with your um, with your core engaging and When we do the balance workouts, we always focus on right and left side. So instead of just focusing on the one side that we tend to um, put all of the weight on or kind of make, make ourselves carry the weight on that side. So if you have scoliosis and the curvature is going towards your left, you have a tendency to put more weight on your left side of your body. So when we do our balance workouts, I'm going to force you basically to make sure you're doing the same movement on left and right. So you're going to strengthen both sides and really making sure the mind, again, body connection is there, thinking about that as mm-hmm. you're doing it. Because one side's going to seem easier, and the other side's going to hurt more. Um, you're going to feel like you don't have as good a balance on one side than the other. And that just shows you what, what we're trying to work on. So again, coming down to core um, and strengthening through the back. But of course, with anything... Um, Strengthening everything. I mean, from your lower body, focusing on your hips. Um, you know, if you've got that uh, band that you can work on strengthening through the hips, it's going to help. Mm-hmm. Um, again, your quadriceps, it's going to help just carry the body better. Focusing on the entire upper body. So if we're going to strengthen our back, we need to strengthen opposite chest area as well. Um, it's going to help with our posture. So yeah, a little bit of everything, but the, the key areas are focusing on the core um, and the upper back. Yeah, I, I, obviously the core is so important um, to keep us upright right. and, and, and balanced. Uh, do you recommend, you know, what kind of equipment do you recommend? Resistance bands, the dumbbells? Yeah, you know? either of those, um, whatever you feel comfortable using. So if you don't have dumbbells, you can definitely use bands to strengthen all parts of the body. Um, especially when it comes to upper and lower back areas and chest. Um, 
And lower body, everything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So whatever you have that can be your resistance is the best thing. I mean, if all you have is a really heavy um, book, then using that heavy book, you know, to pull from your upper back or to hold while you're doing abdominal exercises while sitting in your chair um, and really, really work on the the, the um, stretching part, the mobility part. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have any type of uh, thing that hurts again, but your back being this one that we're talking about, you don't want to do certain movements. And again, forcing yourself, I'll say it over and over again, but forcing yourself to lengthen the spine, to get mobility and twisting in the spine um, is so important because if we don't do it, we will lose that ability to do that movement. And I've seen that a lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is crazy. I mean, it's as simple as, you know, just twisting to the side or moving your head. And if we don't do it, we can't do it. Um, and it hurts. And then we don't want to do it even more because it mm-hmm. hurts. Mm-hmm. So really just making sure we're doing those stretching exercises as well. That's very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that's kind of what I was going to, uh, my next question is what are some <laughs> tips that we can think about on a daily basis. Um, they may not be, you know, exercising every day, but what can we, what can we think about on a daily basis to kind of set us up for success Right. when it comes to staying healthy, uh, with scoliosis? Right. Um, keep moving and posture, posture, posture. That's it. <laughs> really focusing on trying to stay nice and tall, whether you're sitting in a chair while you're doing an activity, whether it's uh, playing cards or you're on your computer, or you're watching television, um, walking around at the store um, or going for your daily walk, um, really focus on staying nice and tall and pulling in through the abdominals to help them engage and protect your back. That's taking on so much pressure mm-hmm. um, from that curvature in the spine. So that's the main takeaway that think about every single day every moment of the day, <laughs> mm-hmm. posture and core engagement. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and if, if you were to suggest, you know, the most common exercise that you should do at least a couple times a week um, to stay healthy, if at the bare minimum, you know, right. what would be like the, the bare minimum of someone just starting out? Yeah. The most doing, common. Doing some seated core work. Mm-hmm. Um, just getting that, that, Again, core engagement, focusing on that, and then even just doing a little bit of balance work while you're brushing your teeth. Try and stand on one foot for 10 seconds and then stand on the other for 10 seconds. Um, Again, balance comes down to, of course, having entire body, whole body strength, but it really comes down to your core. So, um, yeah, just doing simple things throughout the day that you can incorporate while you're doing, you know, your normal Again, brushing your teeth or maybe making your your toast in the morning, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All great tips. Um, I think that, like we mentioned, a lot of people suffer from scoliosis a lot more than we think. Yes. And um, it's great that, you know, we're able to put this this content out and hopefully it helps you if you suffer from it or if you know someone that does deal with this. Uh, there are still ways to stay active and stay healthy. And, uh, you know, and, and just kind of keep you motivated to exercise, which is the most important thing. It is. Um, You want to know that you can still stay active. So, 
Um, so thank you for joining us on this episode. Hopefully it's been valuable to you or someone you know. Don't forget to swing by our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Sign up for that newsletter and get all of our latest content delivered to you every week. So we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the Wayshowers who will help your journey a lot easier.